Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Mostly Christmas movies. We were talking about Power of the Dog last time, right? We did. Oh, about what? Power of the Dog last time. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff I really want to see, like June, that I've not yet seen. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Zillion, man. Zillion. Who made this taste? It's a taste. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everyone's a Russian accent so bad? No, I was intentionally doing No, I know, but like... Oh, this is all recorded. In the history of the world, I've never seen someone like do a Russian accent. I've taken them seriously. Who's like really good at Russian in film? Like, you know, everything sounds like a joke to me when yeah. actors do a Russian accent. Chernobyl, yeah. they didn't do... They did, they did. They, they famously did, did not. Yeah. That's silly. Well, it's still great content for the actual podcast. Yeah, yeah. Just, Okay, to okay. Start from right. Ready to go. In... Previous. Oh, yeah. Shh, shh, shh. Spoilers. Right. Okay. We're cutting this. Uh, well, <laughs> this is gold. Um, in three, two, one. Previous. And welcome to Mixpeg. Well, we review the mixed, muddled, meh, and Muscovite movies of film history. Um, who is that? Um, this is Matt. Hello, this is Cassandra. Hello, this is uh, Vladislav uh, Kane. <laughs> Vladislav Richardovich Kane. That, yes, that's done, yeah. <laughs> I'll leave. Ah, and I'm James. I can't recall if we did this for our um, Anna Karenina episode. We did not. Uh, we we did. should have. We didn't pull out those accents. Yeah. There wasn't any accents was... in Anna Karenina. They, they were all they were just, just, their they own just did their own voices. Yeah. You know, like a serious film. Did we like Kira with accents or without accents? I mean, I don't remember. Did we have that many accents? I, from I think Karina? we did. A dangerous method. Oh, yeah, she oh. did. Going hard with it. That's true. That's German. True. <laughs> she that. was Russian. She was Russian in that. Because they were German. Germans, but she had a Russian oh, accent. Oh, she yeah. was Russian. Because they didn't have accents. Mm, and she was like, oh, I see. oh, oh. The old ball and Russian. chin. The ball the old, and chin. The ball and chin. Uh, <laughs> we just we were discussing uh, um, Kira's, you know, fabulous uh, talents. I think well, it so is, so in our them. in our um, film today, there is a ball scene, and I said Kira would kill. She would have the eaten scene, that up. Or she would she would have eaten that up, you know. And I said, you know, <laughs> she's great at you know at a ball, and uh, she's the old ball and chin, as we um, like to affectionately call her from now on. Yeah, yeah. Um, our old five. How are we all doing? Doing good, doing, I'm just, you know, quite tired. We've just, James and I have just come out of a show week. Um, so we kind of, yeah, had, had a lot of time in the theatre, packing in, packing out, doing a lot of, yeah. <laughs> a lot of time. It was a span from, we packed in Sunday and we packed out on Sunday. Sunday. So. so it's just a full eight days of just being in there a lot. Yep. Um, yeah. Wait, Sunday and Sunday are the same days, guys. 
That's true. We did it all in one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was great. And the um, so this was for Red Scare Youth Theatre, and the uh, students did their performance. And battle they, him for oh, battle him. Yeah, totally. Or her by, or them. Ba- battle them. Battle, yeah. them, battle all. them all. Yeah. Uh, written by uh, Cass and Bruno, and then uh, yeah, they graduated. It was very sweet. They're all. Uh, incredible students and they're gonna make waves in the Good in the art. industry yeah did you say art. make wives make uh, waves if they want <laughs> they can also make they wives if they want it's, i'm not dictating it uh make waves um like uh, a wave machine did you all go to those wave machines and so i remember there was oh. one i think what's the um that one that was out in corridor or something that used to have a have a wave, oh yeah, the, oh, the, a wave yeah. Thing, a wave pool absolutely very but intense but i famously cannot swim so i'm sure they didn't go that deep so yeah, just kind of like I, know, I mean, I could probably go into there, but it's not something that I planned. Like, it was definitely like going to trips to the pool was something that like other friends would invite me to do, and Aww. I would go like you know uh, with trepidation. Would um, you like have, have the big um, inflatable things? No, and, like, splash because I had to be cool, or... James. So well, I had to pretend yeah, that I that's could. That's true. Swim. You would never. Yeah, you just wade. Yeah. What would you do? Oh, well, How would you trick toes? people? You tippy toes on yeah, you just or... tippy toes, or you'd kind of just just flop around, trying your best. And you would keep up the lie, being like, "Oh, I'm just, I'm feeling well, real tired." Or did they know? Or just no, they'd know. They could tell. Oh, they okay. Could tell, I bet. And I'd just have like a flutter board and things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's yeah. nice. That's supportive friends, as opposed to this. I th- well, I... it was never my friends that would invite me. It would only be like people you're sort of. You know, like Colleagues. in primary school, you're kind of tangentially your friends with because yeah. everybody's yeah. friends with everybody in primary school. And right, they're yeah. like, oh, I guess i got to go to all oh, those pool party. Yeah. yeah. But it's not really an enjoyable and, experience. And where's Wallula now? <laughs> I bet not somewhere. Yeah. You know. Bet not on land. <laughs> yeah, out, out of the sea. Yeah. Um, yeah, we uh, just came from the Wellington Theatre Awards oh, last yeah. night. So that was very uh, exciting. Yeah. But also nice. tiring and draining. I really enjoyed um, myself. Really. I had a great time. Yeah, yeah. we as weren't as tired and drained because unlike Matt, we went straight home afterwards. Yes, we did not even <laughs> attempt to be party animals. So. Yeah. Um, I can't deny. I can't I can't say no to a party. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time. And it was Rogue and Vagabond where it it yeah. all went off, which is a nice place. You got the outside, you got the inside, all the options. Bean it's bags. both both options outside. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to on a roof, not on a roof. They don't have a roof. Um, they don't. They no, don't, famously. There's just a big hole there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be in the void not in the void I guess if you were in, now I'm just thinking oh, about no it like if you're inside a building that had no roof are you inside or are you outside that no, is kind no. of actually that's where the, the binary is like binaries yeah, are false that's and we're going to find another is. false binary yeah, yeah. when you're in between yeah, you're in the limbo which uh, in a big fence. our friend Rasputin is really popping off mm. uh, but we'll get there in a bit um, um, the awards were cool yeah and it's it was nice that it wasn't raining when we got out. It's summer, yeah. uh, allegedly. Yes, but well, it has been it's, terrible. It's December. Like, awful rainy weather. Yeah. Um, but Christmas is going to come soon. Big breaks, hopefully decent sized breaks for everyone yeah. listening yeah. and uh, in the, and on the table. Us, yeah. The table. <laughs> Please rest up. Yeah. Yes. Most of January is just downtime, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Although we'll probably end up inevitably getting pulled into stuff. Case I have just... lots of stuff I have to do. It's just okay. that none of it is uh, regularly scheduled or well paid necessarily. <laughs> I, I just wanna, have a lot to do. I just want to shout out halfway through that cast, like stretched her face real strongly <laughs> was a real to warm yawn. up her mouth. No, it was a yawn. I was, was, a yawn. Just, I was like, I'm going to quit getting it over quickly. You know? Just forcing through the yawn. <gasps> uh, it was very entertaining. It's a power yawn. Yeah. Uh, I reckon you will try it sometime. Yeah. 
over in a, in a second. Uh, and what's not over in a second, because we spend an awful long time on it, <laughs> which is great, is Pop Corner. Pop, 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 pop corner. I give that a 4.5. On I thought that was pretty smooth. Yeah. yeah. I've had what? a couple of champers. I'm, I'm yeah. feeling, feeling dizzy. Not dizzy, but good. Didn't feel like an organic segue, but it was smooth. But you I'll do it. That. You do it fast enough. It's like that fast yawn that you just yeah. do. It's, it's got it's, a power segue. It's artificial, yeah. but you just yeah. Boost the it. blunt, yeah. blunt segue. The four point nine yeah. that you just did. I'm just going to tell you a little story. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is not popcorn, but this is just like a, an update from my life. So, uh, James Lucas and I, um, you know, famous, uh, you know, stranger of the pod. Lucas. I don't know who that is. <laughs> no, Matt doesn't know. Um, uh, we all took an Uber home the other day. Um, from the theatre because we had a whole lot of like bags that we had to take back from pack out and we got a very strange Uber driver mm. who um, he was very friendly he was very friendly uh, and I he thought... was like okay guys I'm going to play a... I want you all to play a game with me <laughs> and I was like oh this is how we die we're like, oh like... it's a horror movie we're going to die now <laughs> he was like who um, wants to play a game and we're all like but the game was <gasps> that he got us to go you know one by one and try to guess his, his star rating um, <laughs> to the nearest two decimal places <laughs> Um, okay. And apparently he does this, and every time it's a bit like the, the whole car fails the game, he adds another five dollars to the pot. He does it like for groups of okay. three to four. Three to four. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and so he had fifteen dollars on the pot, and yeah. uh, you know, long story short, I won fifteen dollars, which is about the cost of the Uber. Okay. So <laughs> we won't reveal the yeah. exact number because in case you, know, you might encounter this guy. So um, I just want to say, if you have a if you have an Ola driver, or I think it was Ola. I, I they all do uh, they all do they yeah, do them all um, yeah. you know that offers you to, to play a game about guessing star ratings he's he's good for it he's got that money and he will give it to you if you get it correct he also had a very unusual mask which was like a witch's mask it did look like a plague doctor mask oh, I, like, oh, what a I strange stand. guy I looked at it and I was like well it's covering everything so I guess it's fine but it was very unusual it just what added we... to this I thought maybe it was just a fever dream cast I'm also just remembering that we did tell this guy that we had a podcast so yeah. he might listen to this oh, yeah. I'm so he might. sorry and he was like, you're offended by this he might listen we to had it a great or... time. yeah yeah sorry yeah <laughs> it was awesome it was just we've never well, had they were apologizing to this man who may or may not listen to this podcast it was podcast. just such a I mean he he really well, talked about is small. Taking, yeah. taking charge he just was like do you want to play a game it involves money and we were like and hey, I guess so Sir, would you like to play a game and come on our podcast? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And we'll talk about a film that you may like or not or are mixed on. Um, totally. Anyway, so that's my real pop cultural <laughs> experience. Yeah. But it, quite honestly, I don't think a I moment. have a huge amount of popcorn to, to bring to the group today. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have been in the theatre for a week. Yeah. Um, culture is theatre. So theatre is culture. You know, mm. the, the culture I've been experiencing is the, the joy of working with a group of very talented and awesome young people. Um, but it's not necessarily something you can really uh, give a good review to on the popcorn segment of our podcast. So I'll let you guys take over. I've got two things, um, two unusual um, things, because I think culture extends far and wide. Yeah. Um, and so the first one that I would like to shout out is um, there's an article in, is it the New Yorker? Yeah. With Jeremy Strong. Oh, yes. yes. Um, that was deeply entertaining uh, and got further weird by the, the Twitter context that He's came later. funny. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> unintentionally. Not, not, not intentionally funny. <laughs> um, so if you haven't read this, listener, um, go and seek out the New Yorker article where Jeremy Strong comes off just as a very, like, deeply focused, like, 
working hard kind of actor. You've always kind of met them or and kind of some of those intense, them. not method, but like no, yeah, he seems kind like of a like wanky in their own way. Yeah, he seems like <laughs> a character that's like in a satire of yeah, a serious actor. If you had actor. to parody what yeah. a serious actor was yeah. like, like looking up to the greats of like you know Hoffman and this and that, Daniel you know, Lewis, his, his yeah, yeah, and Pacino, yeah, and, yeah. and um, getting jobs at their films and they, yeah. yeah. Um, just among many other things little moments around like not wanting to comment on the record about guy ritchie's the gentleman who's like no we won't discuss that uh and... the discussion of how he wanted to be pepper sprayed for real in the face for a scene where <laughs> yeah, he had to yeah. get pepper sprayed yeah um, just wanting to feel the truth of the, um, thing. The, the big revelation being that it turns out he does not believe that succession is a comedy that's right um, yeah and he thinks it's very serious yeah. Television series. And yeah, talk I of- mean, I can kind of see where he is coming from. If you look at it as like a Shakespearean tragedy of like you But know, I think the only person that would look at the whole of Succession as a Shakespearean tragedy is somebody specifically looking at it from his character's perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, you know Exactly. Yeah. Like what do you think that because he originally went for um Roman. For Roman. Roman. What do you which think is, it's what still a terrible a- casting choice that can you would imagine? Hey man, hey, I'm skeezy. I can I can see it. It's just not the same playfulness yeah. that that um he'd just be like wisecracking and more kind of like a smart ass in like yeah. uh dicky kind of way instead yeah. of like a uh raucous chaotic the kind of weird chaos yeah, like yeah. kind of energy. Character. Yeah. 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 Um uh well, Kieran um has. Uh yeah, uh and I highly recommend reading it and then watching Succession at the finale also, comes out tonight. Tonight, yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, haven't seen seen it. it. Um, yeah. So but, no spoilers. But the last episode was whew, so yes, good. It yeah. was so good. Very spicy. Um, so catch up if you haven't already. I like it. Might not be as good as the second season, but I think yeah, it's incredibly entertaining and yeah, it's That's good. Still show. good. Um, and my second is a TikTok video that has been doing the rounds on Twitter <laughs> of a young boy who likes Komodo dragons. Very good oh. video. Yeah, and he is being interviewed. Um, this is I don't know. He seems like ten or something like that. He's younger than ten. Younger than ten. I don't know. I don't know age. Maybe eight. Seven. Yeah, I feel like he's like seven or eight. Um, and there's this interviewer, and he's like, uh, "What do you What do you like in the world?" And he's like, "I love kimono dragons." And he's like, "What would you say to them if you could speak to them?" And he's like, "I love you. You're great. Like you can't. I can't properly kind of capture it. You gotta I mean, just watch it. You're just gonna I'll, do an impression of the whole thing. Yeah, I'll drop a little bit of it here. I really like kimono dragons. If you could talk to kimono dragons, what do you think you'd say to them? I love you. You're so nice. What do you think they'd say to you? I think they would just say thank you. Do you think they'd say I love you back? Oh, yeah, maybe. What would you do if you went to Panija? I would just ride on all the Komodo dragons, but I know that Komodo dragons eat people. Wait, what? So if that whets your appetite, um, listen to the whole <laughs> thing, because he is... He is such like just a sweet, kind-hearted boy. boy. I do. And well, I think you got to get the see the face of him as well. It's yeah. just very endearing. Yeah. I do love when like you can you know like pick TikToks out and put it in like another medium because it's so hard finding videos on TikTok because yeah. like once you scroll past them, it's gone. It's yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah, unless you scroll back up but that most yeah. if it's refreshed yeah so that's why like from that. now and i kind of just like the video so if i want to go back to you it can find I can, it somewhere yeah. Yeah. yeah 
I, and I think with this kid, there's like just that particular age where like everything's still just sorting itself out Pretty, in your body. Yeah. Um, where it's just All like... your facial features are yeah. just sort of swimming around the face. It's like <laughs> if, you, some of the animated if you're watching a film and you press film. pause and someone's halfway through speaking and they're like, whoa, no. Like, it's, we can um, talk about that. In a yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so those are my two shout outs. We've also been watching Pen 15. It's good shit. Um, um, I think we Max haven't actually watched uh, season two yet. We've yeah. We started on it, so we haven't finished yet. So we are very behind. Season one was great stuff. You know the Brant saga, great. Um, yeah, those those two ladies incredible. are amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, I love them. Yeah, and I don't know if they're still dating, but Anna and cousin Greg from Succession are a thing, or were, or I don't know. They did she just have some... a baby? Yeah, so maybe they are together. Oh. <laughs> I thought there was a different guy though that she had a baby with. Oh, oh well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Fill us in. Comment below. Anna, if you're listening to this podcast, yes, please tell who us is the father directly. of your baby? Yeah. Nicholas. I think it's a different guy. <laughs> okay. uh, moving right along. Matt. Cool. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen a couple of recent releases. I saw um, Last Night in Soho, which was uh, kind of dumb, to be fair. They were, <laughs> um, but I had a lot of fun, honestly. Annie Taylor-Joy is a fucking star, and she blows... Um, what's her face? Thomason? Yeah. Oh, damn. Off the water. New Zealand slander. I mean, when has she really brought it? Leave No Trace. Yeah, I haven't seen Leave No Trace. Yeah, she was good. But, you know. You know when she does an accent and it's very kid-like? Like, Like, in Power of the Dog, she was like... Yeah, she's been like, hello, I'm the servant girl. (laughs) It's grating. um, Yeah. But she seems nice. I don't know. Just, I guess. I mean, I'm just like she probably listens somehow, but no, she, she definitely doesn't. Just no, somebody from please. New Zealand does. Like most of our, most of the people in New Zealand do not listen to our podcast. Yeah. James, we have about four people that listen to this yeah. podcast. Well, one of them could be Thomason, apparently. Yeah, you know. Please write in. Please, like, give us a bad, give us like a one star rating. Come Thomason. on like, the just, show, just, just Thomason. I wrote for you when you were in Shortland Street. You were not good then either nobody's good on Shortland Street oh so that's God. not your fault <laughs> wow Thomas is gonna hate us that's alright I can yeah, start apparently beef. Thomas an anti anti-account I here I have no, nothing but goodwill towards her she's yeah. fine I actually, I actually she was she was actually okay in, in One Night in Soho um, the funny thing about One Night in Soho so she like goes to fashion school and she gets bullied for um, listening to 60s music what? these are like first of all Bullying at university level is very rare. <laughs> is and it? two, you're bullying her for uh, individuality. That's for an art school that seems unusual. In the sixties is so a cool era. Very cool. cool. Like you yeah. can be. I feel like again, like bullying is rare at that age level. But also, like when is it set? Present day. Yeah, present day. Oh. But like to be. To, I mean, if, if you were bullied for listening to like exclusively like nineteen ten Victrola. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, exactly. The, okay, I'd be like, 60s that's a bit pretentious. Is, but the sixties is quite normal. Yeah, sixties is not. That yeah, far back. It's like that's, the that's, yeah. that's a normal era yeah. to be interested in. But hey. Even if the the writing is sometimes sea level, I had a good time. Um, I hear the first like twenty minutes is really that's really fun. Cool. Yeah, and well, it's kind of a horror, so you know, it's it also tackles some serious topics. So fun might be, yeah, I had a good time. I had fun. Okay. Uh, so it's not his best. It's not Edgar Wright's best, but it's uh, it's people of the city's like trying to be an ally and stuff, but well, is this, yeah, and yeah, the sex work so. kind of stuff is a bit weird. Anyway, I gotta see it myself. Yeah, um, 
But it's I I had fun and it also features Dame Diana Rigg's last performance and she's pretty oh. juicy in it so that's really good. Um, <laughs> How's that for a final final kind of review I mean, of someone's she's pretty juicy in it? That's a juicy role, is what I mean. Okay, <laughs> no, she's she's she pretty is juicy, juicy in this role. Yeah, hot butter. She's juicy. <laughs> I mean, well, not when Anya's there actually. Um, uh, and the other thing that I saw recently that was a huge deal was like Eternals which I did enjoy oh yeah yeah I thought it was expensive it was nice it like took its time in a nice way and you know in Chloe Zhao I still trust it's still it's still good I enjoyed it I'm not usually a fan of superhero movies like I liked it it was good can you name any of one of the characters' names? Absolutely. I can name all of them. Oh, go. Actually, name, name the, the six. six. Yeah, sweet. Druig, Thena, Festos, Circe, um, Icarus, and Makari. Sprite. A- and Sprite. They're all just like... Um, so once I, kn- I knew that they were just like weird versions of like existing, like Druig is Druid, Icarus is Icarus... Athena is Athena. It's um, not that weird, really. I mean, that sounds like comic books in a nutshell. It's yeah. Like, so at first I letter. thought they were weird, but when I was watching them, I was like, oh, actually, they're not weird. They're just kind of... Altered. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I liked it. Angelina Jolie was a sleigh. Richard Madden was hot. Um, hot man. He is a hot man. Yeah. yeah. I hope he, the, he looks, I hope the rumors are true. He'll find happiness soon. And he lives the... as himself. <laughs> oh, is he gay? Well, he's, well he rumored. famously has roommates that are like... Oh. Well, I, I think he's bi, but yeah. this is all speculation corner. I get him yeah, so corner. confused with um, and Sebastian Stan. They look so yeah, alike. I can and see that. the fact that they're both in the same universe. It's also like, no. kind of weird, I guess, if you watch Game of Thrones, that like he's there, Kit Harrington is there. And they're also both in love with a woman called Cersei, which is weird. <laughs> mm. okay. But maybe that's why they cast them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They have such a limited yeah, That's um, the only thing they can do when they perform. Yeah, in Pompeii, we're catching But it's a good cast. I mean, Salma Hayek is there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, that weird kid from... Barry Kogan. But Barry Kogan from Kogan. <laughs> Killing of the Sacred Deer. He killed that movie. He was so Man, good. he's so fucking good in Green Knight, too. He's so oh. weird. Oh, yeah, he is so weird in Green Knight. Oh, fuck, he's good. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Um, Dunkirk. Yeah, I hated Sprite though. What an annoying little Sprite. He's <laughs> called Sprite. It's just like a little twink, right? Mm. I think. On oh, no, a twink, he's like prepubescent. No, but I think the actor is a girl. Oh, I think I it's a girl. I don't know who Sprite is. Oh, okay. I don't know which I've character just, we're talking about. I've just seen an image. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> James, is, know. James doesn't know who any of the characters' names <laughs> yeah. are. He's just, just completely know, going based I know on imagery. Someone's called Sprite. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, I also watched a couple of Christmas movies from Netflix. Oh, Single All the Way, I've been wondering. Yeah, Single All the Way. It's cute. It's like low budget-ish kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's charming. Jennifer Coolidge is there being fun. And so is Kathy and Jimmy. Nice. From, that um, sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. It also is kind of, <laughs> kind of reminds me of the, the, the um, gay get out. Just because, <laughs> just because of the family dynamics. Because of the family dynamics. But I'm sorry, um, I'm just getting a phone call from Netflix. Can they quote you everywhere for that? That's a good phone call. But it's uh, you know, it's fun. It's sweet. I, I enjoyed it, even though you know it felt very low budget at times. And the other one I saw was Love Hard, where you know, like this, you know, nerdy Asian dude catfishes as this other guy. <laughs> And then the, the, the lady who he catfishes surprises him for Christmas. But then the uh, actual hot guy is there. And then he um, he kind of helps her uh, 
woo him, the uh-huh. hot guy, while she pretends to be his girlfriend. You know, at the end, you know what happens. They, it's like, like a, a Cyrano, Cyrano situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like Cyrano. Cyrano uh, is so back right now. Yeah, Cyrano is the moment. They were like James six McAvoy, stories, yeah. like, um, and we just Peter do, Dinklage. We yeah. Um, there's like, yeah, so many versions of it. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was cute also. I mean, I was kind of like, mm, for the most of it, but it got me in the end, so. Mm. It's cute. It's very not like high budget, like mm. holiday movies, but they kind of do the trick. They're like, they're there if you need like a nice rom-com to tide you over the Christmas mm-hmm. holidays. Yeah, I feel that. I yeah. feel, I'm in that mode. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I randomly, oh, I took the day off today and I ran, randomly was just searching for things to watch and I watched Miss Universe. So that's what happened to me today. Miss India won. That's it. Nice. Oh. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Yeah. Um, from India to Russia. <laughs> oh, 10 out of 10. Beautiful segue. All right. To feature presentation. Feature presentation. So this was my choice to bring to the pod. Yes. We each got one choice each. Um, in that Christmassy mood. Yeah, I felt like this is a good segue to Christmas. Um, it's kind of a, you know, Christmas adjacenty mm, feeling. There's, there's lots no of Christmas snow. In it. Yeah. it just winter. feels kind of wintry cold. Lots of good, like, fur outfits in Old there. supernatural men. Yeah. Um, so this Love. Is, yeah. The film Anastasia. Um, I s- <laughs> Presents. <laughs> Are you guys just doing word association? Yeah. Ghosts. <laughs> ghosts. Well, yeah, there are a lot of Christmas. ghosts in it. Yeah. Um, um, you do one, Cass. No, I'm just going to just continue <laughs> doing what I was talking yeah. about okay. and continuing the podcast. Okay. Um, you know. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm just, just thinking about our listeners and just really putting their needs first. The um, that's what I'm the listening experience. Um, but yes, this is, a, this is a film that I definitely saw a lot when I was a kid. Um, I feel like on television, I don't remember like getting this out necessarily on yeah. purpose. I feel like it's one that I've seen like the second half of a few times where it was like on TV and I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to watch it through. But I've definitely watched it the whole way through as well. Um, yeah, it's always been a weird one for me because I there are parts of it that I really enjoyed and then just aspects of it that I just found very unnerving and not in the way that it was supposed to be. <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, in terms of like the animation and things like that. So I've always had kind of mixed feelings on it. Um, Would you say that it was like looking back into the past? Looking back into the past, yeah. reevaluating my thoughts. A bit like Anya going back um, to her hometown. Yeah. Uh, so did you guys, you, you guys have seen this before? Yeah, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing it as a kid. Uh, I did not confuse this for Disney because I was a smart kid. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but I actually like I. In my mind, I, I compartmentalized this with, like, um, The King and I, mm-hmm. the, the animated film from 1999. Isn't that Anna and the King? Didn't we, Anna, Anna and the King, the King so, is a live so, action. You know how Cyrano oh. is having a moment now? Yeah. The King and I, Anna or the, An- the Anna like Leon's. a whole story time. Yeah. So, in the late 90s, there was a version of Anna, the, Anna and the King, which is um, the... It's Jodie Foster, right? Yeah, Jodie yeah. Foster and Shagun Fat. Yep. We're in the live action version. And also, I think maybe six months before or six months after, there was also an animated film called The King and I. And I don't know if it was based was on it the, the musical. musical? Oh, I yes. can't remember. There it is. Yep. Is it the musical? Can we just say? Uh, 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> so bad. It was bad. So not a mixed bag. Out of I would 10. say, like, The King and I, uh, famously my stage debut. Yes. Um, as the 10. only Asian person. As the only actual Asian. Uh, yeah. so music, in songs, the chorus. Yeah. getting to know you, a puzzle. Oh, so, I was so happy. Yeah, so, so it is musical. an adaptation of, of the yeah, musical. There we go. Right. It's so funny, though, because that 
also came out in 1956, same as the original Anastasia, mm. the live action one with Ingrid Bergman. Not that one, not a musical. Yeah. This one is though. Yeah. Um, but I can't really remember a lot of it. I so I remember like Bartok. I remember and Anya. I'm gonna say Anna. Um, and I remember like the color palette, all the brands, and all that stuff. And I kind of remember. <laughs> well, it's you know, a very it's, like really brown, it's very Albany brown. kind of yeah. colored film. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you remember those images in Rasputin, obviously. Mm. But like, yeah, I didn't couldn't remember much of the story. Like a lot of those like things were a blur at that age. Like. To this day, I don't remember what Ants is about. And A Bug's Life. I've only seen them once. Like, I preferred Ants. <laughs> Hopper is bad. I just remember. I've seen A Bug's Life, I think, several times. But yeah. I don't think I've ever seen but then Ants they go on a big, Ants look so scary. They go on a big journey in Bug's Life. Why do they do that? Yeah, because they go to find, like, the, the scary bugs. But it turns out they were just circus bugs. And then they come back yeah. to do, like, to a... To do what? To fight... To, to, to defend to, against to, Hopper. To defend against Hopper. And Kevin's then they making, like, a big crazy. bird plane that they... And they fish yeah. it out oh, and they that's fly right. with the ants. I, I don't think I became a big rewatcher of things. I think the ones that I did like... Or the ones that I watched. So I watched Mulan a ton of times. I watched yeah, Thumbelina Hercules. a ton of oh, times. Okay. Um, yeah, so, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was my history of Anastasia. I've definitely seen it before, but I think this is the first time in, like, 20 plus years that I've seen it. Oh, wait, 20 plus. How old am I? Yes. Maybe, maybe 20, 20 plus. plus. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Like, I don't know if kids nowadays, like, have the experience of something that feels kind of like Disney but isn't. I guess you have like Sony animations now, which are like. Do yeah. they kind of feel have that Disney feel? I don't think so. No. I think this. I know I'm kind of with Matt on this because I don't think I ever thought this was Disney yeah. either. It's just that no, it's got a princess and it's yeah, kind of like no, no, she's try, they're trying to sort of. No, what I mean is like princess era. Uh, like there were definitely all of those films that were like clearly not Disney. Like you could tell, but like yeah, we're trying to like capture a similar kind of vibe, like. Like the the um the the Swan Princess, yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, and there's this King Arthur like court one that I can't remember the name of. Oh, the Road like to Camelot. Oh. Um, mm. yeah, which is wild. I prefer the Road to El Dorado. <laughs> I feel like yeah, there was like this mix of like super super serious kind of films and very very zany kind of out there's. Do you um, remember when Disney was the one copying when they did the Wild? Yeah. Which was... What's the wild? It's like a like low-budget Madagascar. Madagascar. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like more like realistic yeah. looking animals. Yeah. It was weird. They had yeah. character design. Yeah. They lost all... Didn't see the film. I don't it's know. It's not part of the Disney canon. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's in the vault forever. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like this film is like, yeah, similar to like both camps and the like very serious and then very kind of silly and out there. And the stuff that I remember was the very goofy like Rasputin like mm. Heads falling into rib cages, shit. Like, did you also see this as a kid? Yeah, yeah, um, yep. And again, like Matt, no real memory about what it's about. I just, and you know, you could say the same <laughs> today, which would be fun when I get the movie in a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was there. Like, we had it on VHS. Um, not exactly a favorite in our fam because me and my brother just weren't as interested in that kind of stuff. We wanted more action adventure stuff. Just say, this is a movie for the girls. This is a girls girls. club movie. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, Great. Well. Well, now we can see if you can remember anything. Anything about the film. Because it's James's turn. The movie in a minute. Okay. The plot. Before the heart. heart. (laughs) And it's time for James Kane to do it. Oh, God. All right. I'm going to start the timer. Yeah. Three, two, one.
The Romanovs are having a great ball, except communists arrive, led by the terrible Rasputin, who is a wizard, a nasty, devilish fiend who tries to divide them uh, and sends out his demons. And then young Anastasia is running away with her grandmother, um, trying to get away, uh, and uh, a little memory box gets dropped. And a young boy, a uh, common boy, is trying to save them. Uh, they get separated, the grandmother and the... Um, and Anastasia and we cut to uh, 10 years later and Rasputin oh by the Halfway. way he died he fell in the water Halfway. and died yeah, and, and, and she is uh, out in the common world she doesn't know that she is Anastasia and then she comes to the world and then uh, the uh, young man who is not hot he has weird animation uh, uh, meets up with her and then she decides to go to Paris uh, and he makes her think that she is Anastasia in order to like calm the grandmother but she actually is Anastasia and then Rasputin, Rasputin turns up and then turns a horse into a statue and then everything is solved and uh, she go- everything is back to normal. <laughs> okay. okay, so we did 30 seconds of that was on the like the pre-title. A wizard! <laughs> a nasty, devilish fiend! Hey, I gotta spend time on my favourite bro. <laughs> the Flash, I love. Um, yeah, yeah, I think in terms of... On terms of, I think we did kind of cover most of it there, though in terms of weight, perhaps more weight given unduly to the, the, back, the background. Yeah. Um, um, we missed out certain characters there's also Vlad Vlad yeah, yeah. Vladimir, who's with who's, Dimitri yeah who's with them on the journey to Paris to the yeah and um, to, par- to yeah. the past in Paris it's a musical so there are songs there's yeah. a little dog yeah um, Puka Puka um, yeah and Bartok the bat of uh, the henchman yeah of, so yeah. so also, Sophie uh, the cousin of the empress who was played by Bernadette Peters and yeah. then at the end she's supposed to be queen Regnant, I guess. But then Anastasia. she leaves it all behind so that Eloping she can elope with, with Dimitri because they've fallen the in love after and they, they run away. Yes. Um, you know, dispose of Rasputin and his big ass dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a historical fact. That's yeah, not yeah. A, yeah. Um, he had a massive schlong. Yeah. You, can, you can actually tell from He was the favorite of the Empress for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, that's what you're alluding to. I did this in history class. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is my, one of my topics. Uh, one of the things that I didn't mention though is this is based on on real people, right? Or like yes. it's taking inspiration from people that exist in real <laughs> life. Yeah. Anna so, Korev. It's the the girl's name, uh, Anastasia, yeah. and then she becomes Anastasia. So I haven't looked into this. So she got lost as a kid, and then they found her. So no. So no. basically, uh, all of Tsar Nicholas II's family, including him, were all killed right. um, during the, the revolution. It was kind of a sort of a messy job. They were not supposed to kill the children, but then they kind of they just things ransacked. happened, and they did. Um, and it was kind of a bad PR look for the, the revolutionaries. Right. Um, but uh, in the mass grave where the emperor and the empress and three of the children were found, there was one of the girls was missing, and the little boy was missing. Okay. Um, and so people were like, ah, oh, they've escaped. For some reason, nobody's like, ah, oh, this is the last Sadovich Alexei. Um, nobody like, no one cared about the boy. No, cared no about the boy. About the boy. <laughs> um, but For we once had, in history, no one cared about, I know. cared about the boy. Yeah. Um, the poor hemophiliac. Um, but uh, the second the, the second youngest child, who was Anastasia, um, there were multiple people throughout history that claimed to have been her that were like, oh, oh I'm yeah. real lost Anastasia. However, yeah. it's, I think in the 80s, they did find like the, 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 the remains of yeah. Anastasia and, it was a little girl. and Alexei. And like, it was clearly DNA matched to them. It was very clearly them. Sure. Um, and but the, it 
it was just that they'd been buried slightly differently. Yeah. I guess everyone um, loves a this, mystery, right? Yeah. yeah, but this lady did emerge. But yeah, there right? was there was a there was a woman a um, who yeah spent her entire life pretending that she was Anastasia. Yeah. Uh, I think Anna That's Anderson. That's the goddamn story. Uh, was Anna yeah. Korev. Uh, I think uh, maybe it was one of her surnames. Yeah, and so yeah. she tricked the. The, is this character of she didn't fool did anybody successfully yeah. no oh, so she was just she trying was to be like, like hey, I'm it's me yeah. and then everyone was like bullshit yeah. Yeah. Uh, some people Scamastasia. believed her I'm sure but like I, I, love I think yeah. for the majority mo- most people didn't believe her but she was in a very long running court case to try to prove right. that she was Anastasia okay um, eventually I, yeah I was just saying this before so after she died they did some DNA testing with her and Prince Philip because he's a like okay. you know a genetic Mm-hmm. Um, link close to link to the Romanovs um, to just see if there was any claim, and they were like, absolutely in no way is this possible. She's you gotta give it no to her. Link. You gotta she, give it to her. Know, she went hard for her whole life. Yeah, saying Scamastasia. Yeah. Okay. I stand This, um, this, this is, is not a, the plot of the film. That's but it, an Academy Award winning one. story. Yeah. I think it could. I mean, yeah. Ingrid Bergman did win an Oscar for playing Anastasia. Mm. Yeah, but for this role. But that was a bit, again like that a different. one. That was, was fictionalized. Diff- yeah, yeah. In, in, hers was the same as like closer to this story. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, and then it was really the real yeah, Anastasia. Exactly. Give it to Amy was, Adams. You know, you know, we want to do the yeah. with um, the you know yeah, the Anna Delvey. Like it's the, there's so many so many scam oh, So much fun. And also in addition to this, we have Rasputin, who is like this advisor kind of figure, right? Yeah. yeah. And so- also the subject of an iconic. Boney M song. Yes, an iconic, iconic song. And also, like, um, people believed he was, like, immortal because he got, like, yeah. shot and stabbed so many times. Yes, so he, the, the, the death of Rasputin died. was, this is this actually, like, I'm going back to my level two history in NCA. Yeah, comes out, the uh, When I studied the Russian Revolution uh, at 15. Oh. And, um, yes, one of my, my topics the Great. I had to do. Oh. <laughs> Um, I had to do like a fake newspaper. My favorite thing to do, you guys know, is to make fake newspaper props yeah, for theater. Yes, clearly all linked back to when I had to make a front page news about the death of Rasputin for a history ah. project for NCA Level 2. Um, which, yeah, he was poisoned with poisoned cakes and wine. Still didn't die. So they were like, okay, we're going to like shoot him. Still didn't die. I think they stabbed him and tied him up. They're like, we think he's dead. They threw him in the river. And then when they exhumed the corpse, they found that he had died from drowning. Wow. <laughs> so Surprise, bitch. He Thought you'd wasn't immortal, last of me. but damn, it took him a, a long time to die. It's and so a, um, why it's, were they trying to kill him? It's because the, he was uh, he was very close to the emperor, and particularly the empress. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, they're, they're the youngest son had hemophilia. He was a very, very weak boy. Because, you know, all of the, the royal families of Europe were really inbred. Inbred. Um, inbred. So he had... You know, genetically yeah. was, no, okay. was not, not ready to thrive. Um, yeah. And of course, he was the heir to the throne because there's all daughters before him. Yeah. Um, so they employed Rasputin as like a healer because he was like, oh, I know I've got all these things I can do to, to cure the boy and yeah. make him healthy. He was um, healing himself. And honestly, but yeah, he was honestly, he was kind of a cult leader. Like a yeah. lot of, like all of the court women loved him because again, weird <laughs> sexual powers. And he looked bizarre and terrible and creepy and quite similar to the cartoon in some way. I like, think. It's kind of what he looked like. I think it was his big dick energy that yeah, kept him alive. Yeah, he apparently had, he had magnetic eyes. They said, oh, like, you know, yeah, hypnotic which, eyes. Which one? 
we do have like photographs, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, gonna, look, at, look at a picture. I'm going to pull up a picture because, like, we're going to get into hot butter in a bit. But, I mean, um, I don't know if I see it. I'm going to say I feel like you had to be there for Rasputin. He's no Stalin as a young boy. Oh, see, I must say, yeah, like Gregory is um, not. Yeah, he's, he's not a young Stalin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, this is what he looked like. He looks like the cartoon, but for whatever reason, people would write it. His like, eyes are magnetic. Apparently, oh, they were like, he's, I mean, like, I'm like, you know, he looks kind of, kind wow. of like a cult leader. Which it's was. like you really know who scary. his eyes remind me of. Looks like Charles like it's, it's like yeah. that, it's like that skunk in like Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> 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 Those are the eyes. That's a good goal. Yeah, but yeah, it they're, looks like they're hypnotic, been... but not in the way. Yeah, you think. Anyway. <laughs> he looks like he's stop motion. Yeah, <laughs> he's just got that. They should do a stop motion remake of this film. Well, yeah. 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 But anyway, like, I think film? he was yeah. he was too influential. So that's why he got murdered. It had absolutely nothing to do with the revolution, really. Of except that people were right. generally he was one of the reasons that the royal family was becoming really unpopular because they were oh. like why are you letting this guy like run the court and I still can't get his eyes out of my, out of my but head yeah, he's, well, he's, I'm still haunted by it see exactly, you were, exactly. You're, you're, first you're haunted well, then you're intrigued James, and then you want to see more I don't think I would maybe ever want to maybe he is your heart button let's, let's find out well, yeah, yeah let's see anyway so that's history corner with Cass yeah that was great thank you and this next corner is called most visually pleasing. Yeah, so this is an animated film. And we, on this podcast, Look, have no bones we about We don't rating. care about animated films. Yeah, it's human you know, beings, it horses. Famously, Jim Hawkins, ugly. Ugly. Yeah. Fug. Have we, like, rated, like, robots and stuff? No, I don't, I think, don't think, so. think so. I don't think so. But we've done animals, and yeah. we'll do more. Yeah. If we need. And how about <laughs> these beasts? Yeah. All right? Yeah. How they do. Who, who do we... Gravitate towards. I'll go towards the the woman that has raw sexual energy. Who like everyone was real like dry and and stiff in this movie. You know, then there's you know they're characters, but this is a woman who is just like I want to screw you, Vladimir. And that is Sophie, played by Bernadette Peters. I have the, the same bosoms. one. Yeah. yeah, I have the same one because I was like, what's her face? So I was gonna cheat and and say. Um, Josephine Baker, who did she make a little cameo. Minor cameo. She's very oh, yeah. hot in the film. And also, um, Sarah Nicholas in the dream sequence. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who was very hot. Yeah. And had one line. But honestly, if we were limiting it down to, like, the main players of the game. Yeah. I mean, Anya is pretty, but she gives me verge energy. Um... And, but Sophie, she was, you know, ample and she was giving me ready to fuck. She, she was, was keen. Give, she was... She, like, there's a bit where, like, she puts the shoulder of her, like, dress to the side. Yeah, she was keen and flooded. knowing. And... She knows, you know, she's a good time. Yeah. She's fun. And she's got a nice face, honestly, like... Yeah, yeah. which is a rarity in this film. Yeah. And you don't usually see, like, you know, like, larger kind of women, like, that, like, keen and, and sexually, like, active. I feel like it's always, like... A, you know, butt of the joke kind of thing. And I don't... I, I think the film, like, maybe leaned too much on, like, oh, when they move, all the... I think... I you know. feel like the animators just had more fun animating so. the larger characters. Yeah. So Sophie and Vlad, who are both kind of drawn more rotundly, yeah. like, they're actually able to, to do some 
interesting and elegant movement with them, unlike most of the characters that have got like rotoscoped with an inch of their life. True. Yeah. Um, and it kind of just looks very they odd. They're constantly moving in slow motion. Mm. It's very strange. Whereas you're more drawn um, to seeing Vlad and Sophie like yeah, yeah because, because they look like engaged. actual yeah. animated characters that have Vlad's like a life to, to them. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What's that? Vlad's not hot to me though. Yeah. He's I'm, not hot. Sorry. He looks I'm, charming in an yeah, yeah. He's, way. He's yeah. a look. Yeah. I'm sure he was a great friend. I'll be a great friend to him. <laughs> I like you're letting him down gently. I know he's he's been begging, he's been knocking on your you know. door, but you've got to let him down. A, um, well, I am gonna say though, I feel like for me, for my hot butter, I've got to go with like I'm going more from a costume design standpoint here. Sure, yeah. And I do want to put one vote in for Anya in her beautiful gown with yeah. the, uh, the mm. long white gloves, her which are giving me real Gypsy Rose yeah. Lee, like oh, you know, like yeah. sort of striptease. Mm. And her sort of big, uh, like it's a big Flappy sort of coat. veil kind of situation. Oh, okay. oh the shiny, right. the shimmering of kind of train. Yeah. It's like star sort of looking, shiny, like silky thing with a strapless top part. And she looks lovely. She looks very Audrey Hepburn. She does, yeah. yeah. Um, I think also yeah. when, like, in her um, uh, first kind of sequence where she's dancing in the snow with a big old coat and then yeah, her when, hat, and then the, yeah. her head's flicking, her head, her hair is flicking out to the side. Yeah. It's Winning, like channeling charming. that Meg Ryan, like, she, she was giving me. Kind of like that relatable way, you know? Yeah, and this is voiced by me. She had an oversized coat. She had like a cute haircut. She She got a a dog. Yeah, she was giving me, you know, Wellington cute girl, which (laughs) I know a bit about. (laughs) We got a stan. Yeah. Yeah. So those are our our picks. Uh, Yeah, I do agree. One one who we're not. Um, yeah, there's a big, picking. big anti, yeah, anti hot. There's someone that is uh, a very cold cube of so butter. Very hot. funny. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. The coldest cube of butter that in the smell. It's frozen. stuck in the fridge right up the back. <laughs> no, not in, in, in the freezer. In, in the, the freezer. freezer. Yeah. yeah. Colder than Rasputin's We're, we're breaking our dick. teeth. <laughs> Jesus. This is going to keep on riding that train. Um, I, and I, this character hates trains. Well, it's so funny because they thought, they thought, they, they really thought, thought they were doing something the with him. They, they thought he ate, yeah. and he, um, he did not. Yeah, no. and this the character we talk about is the, the male lead, Dimitri. Dimitri. Um, who I just... I love the... More like, don't, Dimitri. No. I, I love the idea. He's voiced by John Cusack. Hot voice. He's got floppy hair. Hot hair. Hot hair, yeah. The, the characterization, f- he's a lovable con man. Con man? But came from nothing. The most... Kitchen boy. Like, I, I'd what say, a great hot I'd archetype. Put it, I'd put it on the table, the most fuckable job. Yes. Like, oh, if you're a con I man, think so. you're Leonardo con DiCaprio like, and catch three, me if you can. Top three yeah. fuckable jobs. Absolutely, because yeah. a good liar. Oh, lie to me, lie to me, Roth, lie to me. And yet they have all of this, this, all of those elements on the table, and somehow they managed to produce this they guy. They fucked up so bad. Why did bad. they do all the lines where his cheeks are? Why is this, is all his facial features? And the, just not even around? that. Like he could have, like he could be a butterface, but he's not even fun. He's not even. He's not that no, fun. He's not that he's so witty. Serious. He's no Flynn like, Rider. He's, he doesn't have like yeah. a, even like the way he moves as well, animation wise. It's yeah. not like interesting are, and charming. There's like, no oh. real cons other than like you, we're you gonna try what? and make. You, Anastasia. You know Don't catch me if you can. <laughs> yeah. No catch for me. You could yeah. catch me easily. Yeah. I'm just wondering what yeah. the other big football jobs are. And what are the sexiest jobs? This is a side note, but it's I guess there's like um, like pilot and catch me if you can. Oh, pilot is he plays pilot. a pilot, yeah. so he's just yes. topping up on them. Um, like movie star, I guess. No, like, no, no, it's too no, easy. no. 
like spy if that was an actual job, I guess. There's actual spies. Yeah. But they're not. Yeah, but fuckable. I don't think, yeah, in yeah. real life. Yeah. You'd be not like of the James Bond. Tinker Taylor soldier yeah. spy, like Definitely Con Man. Con Man. Because that's carefree. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're they like know a... how to joke. They know how to, like, flatter you. Yeah. And you know they'll have a good time. They've. I think that's. I think it's that's the top. Common. I think it might be the, the hottest job. Yeah, because yeah. you yeah. just make your own way. You're total freelance. Yeah, <laughs> and you rely on Com- fooling readers, listeners, cop. commenters. Um, let us know what the hottest yeah, jobs the hottest are. Jobs yes, are. If you can find a job hotter than con man, please. please we want to hear it. Let us your argument for it. Yeah. Um. Like, if you're in like. Nah, it's not hot. It's just weird. I'm thinking of unique jobs like you run the the fr- French crypt, but that's not hot. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not hot. You like run I, because I can think of sport? I can think of situational I'd hot like, jobs. Like to me, like someone who teaches is like hot because I'm like you're informing but the young not, man. That's but not, it's not. That's that, not like a, but a that's blanket. conditional. It's exactly. Blanket. Yeah. Like like it, a hot person can like do a, any job. A hot person that's could be I mean. the, yeah, the or like a doctor. Which, <laughs> exactly. Help. Yeah. Like, but the, like, the job that in, it's inherently yeah. hot. Like I would fuck one if you told me this person is through the door right now and if anonymously you would fuck them or not. I'd be like, yes, Con just man. based on yeah. their job See, description. a lot of the time, so like, yeah, I was thinking spies and I was thinking like explorers and it's like, no, that's not happening. Like <laughs> no colonialism yeah. and stuff like that. And it's also like, that's not what you would actually be like. You're not going to be like Indiana Jones. You're going to be some... I guess boxer is kind of hot, but it's not quite... Revolutionary leader. Yeah. <laughs> not... <laughs> yeah. It's not necessarily... Yeah, I guess ideas. Hmm. Yeah. Not as much. Not as much. I would. It's not one. <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't like, put it as a public I, comment, but I would say revolutionary leader. If you think about that as a as a job that someone's has in a movie, like with a strong sway to you know? shift, like they've got a, they're, they're, they're charismatic. They care about things. They've got political ideas. Like, oh, I, I fucked a shay. <laughs> yeah, like talking about talking about a shay. We're talking yeah. about an enjara. Yeah. We're talking about <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Then, I want to think of a third, but I don't know. I feel like we're spending too much time on that. Look, yeah, anyway, we'll come down to it. Just, it's Con Man. I think that's the I'm not, one up there with, I'm, with Con Man. I'm not sold yet on, yeah. on Revolutionary Leader, yeah. but definitely Con Man. I'm sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a level of danger. Yeah. I think yeah. it's the danger that's hot. And even, like, people, like, Ponzi schemes and stuff. Like, no, I'm just thinking, like... It's not it, hot, look, but you're like, oh, you fucking like, did it. Like, nah. to me, I'm like... Roman Roy is so hot, mostly because it's how Kieran Culkin plays him, which is yeah, funny, that's but also like jokey, but also hot, yeah, and yeah. dangerous. Yeah, and he he feels calm, man. Like, yeah, it's that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't know if we met an actual con man, that would be a well, piece of shit. Because they would probably be trying to steal all your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and we would a hate them. Person. Yeah, but <laughs> but. As a, as a, we haven't had about that the happen job. Yet. We're not talking about the specific person. Okay, right. We're talking about the job. Yeah. How about like lumberjack? <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess you cut trees. I'm not into cutting trees though. <laughs> it's the raw sexuality of chopping the that. axe. <laughs> and besides, it's usually like two people cutting stuff. Or like a machine. I guess you like, I'm not. Not about the guy that works at the timber mill. We're talking okay. about the, the sort of platonic <laughs> ideal of the lumberjack. Of a lumberjack. The image of a lumberjack. <laughs> Do yeah. you not have a lumberjack? No, 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 I've got it. 
I'm like, is that top three hottest jobs? Like, like I think I feel like this is a drought, but I feel like we should we should yeah, just keep okay. pondering this. Yeah, we can yeah. come back to it. If we Definitely. think of another one, the, as we go. we'll circle back we'll around. Circle back around okay. and, yeah. See if anything comes um, up. Because we got to talk about our bottles for this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, the music. Music is beautiful. Music is great. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, Lynn Aarons and Stephen Flaherty, um, mm. who are probably most well known for Ragtime on Broadway, um, which is a great musical. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, give it a listen. It's where Audrey McDonald got her start. Mm-hmm. Um, he said Once on This Island as well. They said Once on This Island, which I don't know as well. I hear good things about it. We heard Tony <laughs> Extracts. Um, yeah. Um, but no, there's just there's a lot of bangers in this score. Yeah. Um, there are, yeah, some like actual sort of standout highlight songs like Once Upon a December's Journey to the Past are both like, yeah. I like you'll, you've, you'll have heard these before, yeah. you'll know these getting sampled yeah, outside of earworms. this. Um, yeah, they're earworms. But then I think there's like other fun songs in there as and well. They also, a Dark Side Night is so great. Yeah. They also probably great contribute to like the enduring power of Anastasia. Yeah, it's I think like 100%. The, it's, it's the foremost example of Disney ripoff. Yeah, you because know? like there are very few Disney ripoffs that are able to kind of capture the, that musical element. Mm. They don't of, go this know, hard. That, that kind yeah. of, you know, the Howard Ashman, like, you know, Alan Menken of it all. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like that's because, yeah, like, I mean, the director is like, he was used to work for Disney, yeah. Yeah, Don oh, Bluth. I don't know. Don Bluth, yeah. yeah. Is that where it... Oh, yeah, and Disney then he went off and too. he did like Titan AE and stuff like that. Secret yeah. of Nim. But he, oh, he, oh, was, he was trying yeah. to recreate, and he was probably one of the best people to recreate the Disney mm. style, even though he probably didn't have as much, you know, resources as Disney because oh, we'll talk about... A bit more independent. Yeah, how it lo- a movie looks. Later. Yes. I'll rattle off some of his other director credits. This was co-directed, I think. But yeah, yeah it, it um, was. So we have, yeah, Secret of Nim, yes. um, The Land Before Time. Oh, his All Dogs Go to Heaven. I think, it's pronounced, I think like. it's pronounced uh, Neve, actually. <laughs> um, Rock-a-doodle, the wildest uh, movie that Patrick yes. has described to you. Uh, um, maybe I, a future mixed bag, just, I think. Just as, a, as a side note, yeah, that's just one time that Patrick Jennings described the plot of Rockadoodle to me while we were both quite drunk at a party and mm. I've just never like I, don't, I just don't want to see the film I've never heard I of Rockadoodle I feel like I've exper- it's about a, a rooster that an Elvis impersonator oh I'm done no <laughs> like and it's like if he doesn't sing his performance then the sun doesn't come up and so the other animals he goes missing and the other animals have to find him so that okay. he can make the sun come up yeah um, it sounds insane sounds and every detail I've heard about it is like another just off the wall what is this aspect why is that in there mm. yeah oh, a dog that can't tie his shoes and that's his whole that's his whole thing okay i was trying to find the link to disney um because in terms of the stuff that he's directed uh but like he started off as an animator so he obviously an animator but like assistant animator like alice in wonderland peter pan sleeping beauty sword in the stone oh that kind of era went on to direct the rescuers and pete's dragon but then uh yeah they went in different directions and mm. so that's why he went off and did his own kind of thing mm. um yeah, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, so he helped kind of shape this to be a good Disney ripoff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think in terms of, yeah, especially the songs, it feels like on par. Like, mm. like there are some real bangers there. Yeah. I think see, for me, the songs are a big plus. I feel like, I feel like there are, there are visual aspects of this film that I think I good. do. Same. I was just going to say, like... I love that the gowns sparkle. Yeah, the I love sparkle that the jewels, are great. Mm. They, they look really good. 
And also, there are sequences that I just, you know, I think are quite breathtaking. I actually quite enjoyed the little um, La La Land-esque Paris montage, visually. Yeah, mm. that's a It lot was of fun. very cute. And yeah. I was like, if you know you know these people, then you know. It's cute. Yeah, I love... little, like, references to various uh, 1920s French celebrities. Just like the, the Chanel. It, mm. felt, it felt very opulent to me. Um, because well, at first I was like anachronistic much, but I didn't realize that the story was uh, set in the 20th century because it didn't look like <laughs> well, it Russia. Is, like historically, yes, because like the Russian Revolution happened in the late 1910s. Yeah, yeah. but it so, just looked like she you know she was in like the 1800s or something. Yeah, I guess it's just like it's kind of vague peasant clothes mm. yeah. for a yeah, lot of the time was, when they're yeah. in Russia. It's not really clear. And then suddenly you've got um, a massive like modern looking it's Chanel very clearly sign. like oh it is the 1920s in france but yeah. Like, yeah that was nice but honestly and... i feel like if you went from st petersburg to paris in the 1920s it probably would have felt kind yeah, of the like same. we're yeah. going into 1920s that's the thing it's just like the visual language like it's mm. kind of like truth is stranger than fiction yeah, kind of thing yeah, yeah. where it's like you're so um you, like the, the image that you have of of the 20th also century is, is yeah exactly mm. yeah. is one thing and when there's such a jarring shift to what you expect. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. Um, I also love the sequence where, like, uh, she breaks into the, the castle and um, there's, like, these floating ghosts dancing yeah, the, around. The one, Again, one another, la, another La La Land ripoff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Many years before. Yeah. It doesn't float up to the ceiling, but it gets close. Yeah. yeah. They float um, down from the ceiling to the mm. to the ballroom. And I yeah. thought that was lovely visually. Yeah. I also really enjoy, like, I think it's, I found this very scary as a kid. And I think it's oh, like yeah, a I was really gonna good that scene. As well. mm. Is at one point Rasputin uh, uses his, he's got this, like, magic glowy green thing and he's got all these like little devilish devilish servants um, devilish devilish um <laughs> he's down in, like, in hell no devil. he's down in limbo and he's like sending them off to go do his devilish duties um uh and so he bewitches anastasia while she's asleep on a ship um they're like crossing the ocean to get to paris um, and he sort of tri- uh, yeah, like creates this sort of dream of, I think it's implied to be like her family, like her little brother and her sisters mm-hmm. and her dad, um, like going, come over here, come to this, through this beautiful meadow and like, come and jump into the swimming pole, like, uh, hole with us. And, um, while she's doing that, she's obviously getting led into the storm mm-hmm. and like to be jumping off the side of a ship. Um, and I think that, yeah, like the, the, the way that that is shot because it, I think the sort of swaying of the ship and the big waves and then like contrasting that with the sort of meadow pastoral imagery. Um, Yeah, the sort of kind of weirdly swayy type animation worked really well for that sequence. It's very effective. It was very effective. Mm. Because, you know, Um, like the, to to me, the the floral it was so bright yeah it was just so bright so bright so pastel so kind of sickly sweet so innocent like you've got that cute child you've got that hot man calling to her (laughs) and then on the other side there was like this very harsh sound design of like yeah it's the sort of thunderstorm and the big waves and the tension they they keep the tension really well yeah it feels like part of a part of a theme around like memory and ghosts and yeah that that felt like it was linked in with that um Hmm. It would have been nice in the ending potentially to have, I don't know, paid that off. Like if you do have like this fondness of, of memory of revisiting these kind of places that were lost and, you know, your family was slaughtered or whatever. And hmm. um, instead of this big like boom explosion kind of thing that we get, which is was super fun for me as a kid, like hmm. maybe something about like, yeah, the beauty of memory, but then also how nostalgia and memories are like 
dangerous as well. I feel like there is not, it's not a complicated enough film for that. Also, yeah. I don't know if they're intending it to be a nostalgic thing. I guess not. Story. I think it's like a fictional, fictionalized. Yeah. Do you mean that 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 kind of dream? Yeah. yeah I don't I think just it's like, supposed to be like a, I guess a real memory. I liked seeing like the no, totally. But mm. I, I guess I like seeing the family come back in this form of like come down, just jump in the water I through think, Rasputin's like trickery. I think there is a thing as well where this film doesn't want to engage with the actual tragedy of like my four siblings and two parents all die yeah, totally. um like they, they you don't even see what happens to them they're just in another room we, it's right? implied that they have yeah. you know it seems oh, that totally. they have they've been they've been killed it's sort yeah. of like not but like explicitly but we don't see anything in, about in it, like even, a you know in another film maybe like it might have been like okay red red wall and you see silhouettes around yeah. like figures falling we don't even see that they're just like no, in another there's, room there's, there's, no. see so all. if this was in a Disney film they would emphasize we'd see p- the pictures splattered yeah. around like you know like the picture of the family splattered imagine <laughs> blood splatter going <laughs> pictures as it would be like a light motif like you yeah. come back to the family picture again and again like yeah. mm. the, the picture would be better defined so that you can recognize the faces of the siblings yeah, and yeah. the parents yeah and but they would just... all look hot but it's so uncomfortable the idea of like yeah you're talking about actual people yes the thing is like that it's that i don't know i feel like where disney has been less successful and where this film is also less successful is when they they kind of take real historical figures from mythology this is is the pocahontas situation of course i was just thinking Um, that and I think this is about as historically accurate yeah. as Pocahontas, well, it, obviously. It's like probably even less even less yeah. so, um, which is saying something. Have you there any other instances <laughs> other than that? Like, But I think Pocahontas, yeah. Pocahontas, Pocahontas um, kind of, uh, like, compensates with, like, such, such, such a be- it's visual poetry, Pocahontas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? The design is much more beautiful. I think and there's Pocahontas, also... are, to me, the hottest official princess. Mm. Um, I can see that. She's got yeah. sex appeal. Even though, canonically, she's not of age. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, she's drawn like she's like 35, but she's yeah. apparently like 17. Yeah. You're like, okay. Oh, and Lilo and Stitch as well, of course. Um, like the true story of when the aliens came down. And... Yeah, it actually mm. was real historical. Yeah, like, Historical yeah. situation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Such yeah, a... I don't think, I'm trying to think about I feel like all the other Disney princesses... Yeah, it's all fictionalised, I think. I, well, Juan Mulan is Mulan. like... Mulan. Oh, sword yeah. Sword yeah. or... Nice, but again, yeah. like, that one's more legend than this. Yeah, not story. like... It's, it's also... <laughs> well, we don't... I don't think we have any that are as clearly documented history yeah, yeah. as Anastasia can in I, the Disney canon. Can I ask a super dumb question? Yeah. So, like... Hercules is definitely myth. There wasn't ever like a Jesus thing where like there might have been a man called Hercules. No, yeah, it's just so. No, I, yeah. I just wanted to check. You know, um, yeah. yeah, I enjoyed. I mean, yeah, Vlad. He was fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, back things. to the bottles. Bottles. Yeah, um, um, my friend Vlad. <laughs> our good friend Vlad. I didn't. I I felt like Vlad was holding back a little. I feel like I wanted a bit more. Yeah, I was like Vlad. he was dancing with his flowers. More, more character for everybody. Yeah, I was like. Give me, give me more. Are the, I feel like we're just slowly transitioning into bananas. Well, just we, I, yeah. I want to quickly flag, like, he doesn't really fit in this film, but Rasputin fucks, as we have established, like, he's awesome. Oh, he's great. Christ- great song. Enjoy him. Enjoy like, like, Christopher Lloyd, great songs. Like, They're actually having fun with the animation with Rasputin. Yeah, he's yeah, like, I, oh, my mouth's falling down my beard. My, you know, like, neck's up. His neck is, is stretched, around. and, you know, yeah. there's one comment he's where he's like, don't he, lose your head, which I thought yeah. was funny. Because he's in limbo, and so, yeah, his his body doesn't... Yeah, yeah, he's kind of this weird 
decaying go according yeah (coughs) um and he's magical and i don't know why but i think he's a strong character but not (laughs) as part of this story yeah he's not incorporated well it's this whole thing where like matt was saying earlier this is based on like a 1950s film Mm. which doesn't involve any of the rasputin elements of the plot it's just the the plot of yeah. This, you know, the, the, here's this young woman who has amnesia, but oh, it turns out that she, she, she's a con man's going to take her to pretend yeah. to be Anastasia. It turns out she really is Anastasia. Yeah. That kind of thing, very, based very loosely on the real pretender. Such um, a fucking dumb story. I'm sorry, like the the con, her conning, they took her agency away. Like yeah. this is a woman. I don't know. That wouldn't make you a just good Disney do the con. Real con thing. I just, there's so many yeah. other stories. But like that the I'm whole so thing is like you know Anna the Delvey, kids' version Anastasia. of it is that <laughs> she could have had the hottest job. She was the con <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But um. Yeah. But obviously that plot of you know like we think that we're passing off like the greatest fake ever turns out actually she's real. Ah, oh, it's, 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 it's a love story plot. You know, yeah. it's a romance plot. I think it's perfectly fine yeah. as a plot engine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I being think it clearly it's been not a good more, yeah. kids film engine because yeah. there's not enough excitement. So that's when they're like, and actually it was all Rasputin who this was the evil devil. Um, and so we're like, let's do a big train chase. Let's do like him doing oh, bewitchment. I forgot let's... about that train. There's all this other kind of not stuff that comes in. And the thing memorable. is like, you could cut most of those <laughs> yeah. parts out and the, could, the exact story would well, be the yeah, same. Well, yeah, you could clearly and just cut Rasputin you out. Cut maybe maybe this is a good point to bring up in the musical that Exactly. Yes. Oh, that, it's a stage production. That's exactly what it does. Yeah. So they adapted this into a musical fairly recently, a couple of years ago. Um, it actually features uh, in the, I guess, the replacement Rasputin or the antagonist um, is played by Ramin Karamlu, uh, yeah. a famous oh. friend of the podcast. Um, but I don't know what. No, his, he's not. Well, previous mention, mentioner <laughs> we're, of the podcast. We're a, we're a fan. Yeah. Pre- previous previous mentionee of the podcast. Yeah. Um, sorry. But yeah, um, that's. He's a I don't know exactly how the. Yeah, he's General? like a guard or something. I'm okay. not sure. Like he's a, some sort of military person. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's not. I don't I don't know all the plot of the musical because I haven't seen it. Um, but the fact that they are able to kind of just remove all of the supernatural elements entirely and basically keep the same plot is kind of mm. a testament to the fact that the supernatural elements are really just pasted on top of the other story here. Yeah. And it feels very like, yeah, like two films kind of competing with each other about what story we kind of want to do. And yeah. What kind well, of... it's, there's also no tension between him and Anna. Because they don't, she doesn't exactly, know that he exists yeah. for so, 90% of the film. So the last 10% he's work. like, I yeah. was rescued the whole time. And, and then, yeah, well, a big fight. yeah, well, the story was wrapping up. And, yeah. like, and then we're like, oh, that's right. The Rasputin thing hasn't been resolved yet. Check so here's on. five minutes of us resolving the, a big, through a big fight and then yeah. it just happens that he gets defeated and it's like the actual you know like the interpersonal conflict of it is you know the whole like she realises that Dimitri was actually like tricking. you know tricking and you know she's suddenly like, that doesn't feel like she trusts him anymore and he's at just at the point where he's like I do believe she was Anastasia I've been convinced so it's really about their emotional mm arc and whether they can find a way to resolve their differences or whatever yeah none of that has anything to do with the, yeah. <laughs> with the big supernatural plot yeah. so you've got like another 
final act tip twist tension thing is like do they it are they going to be together like, or it's not just, it's which just is only it's act. only there so that they can reunite and stuff which yeah. you could easily do but you well, could, no, you but, could do that that but I'm like the thing well. is I think you could make that plot line Work. bigger and more interesting yeah. I think you could take Rasputin out totally you could just Absolutely, make those yeah. you know you make him much more interesting and better and witty and actually live up to his con man potential yeah. and you make her like a much more well rounded and interesting character and go further than just the ingenue currently um, big bottle I just feel nothing a big banana yeah, big banana. Oh, and we're not talking about Rasputin's. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel. I don't, Dimitri. I literally just watched it's it. It's fog. And it's. Um, He's an ugly. ugly and I character. just. It, I don't retain the information. Like, it's so. Yeah, he's very boring. generic. He's yeah. Well, yeah, the, the film is. The film kind the of f- boring. The film is boring with this story. Like, yeah. Without any of the fun, I'm just like. There are moments when they show they have chemistry. But they don't spend enough time exactly. to do that. It's the thing. Yeah. It's like, we, it it's needs like to... individual stills when their faces aren't moving, yeah. which yeah. is another big banana. It's the thing. It's like, I feel like it could... The, the actual plot line, minus the Rasputin stuff, and minus the fact that the fact that it is a total riff of recent historical events that's extremely, like, mm. kind of, I guess, problematic in some ways because it is kind of like, uh, you know... It's just wish fulfillment, and also yeah, and it's sort of like these are real people I'm that just died imagine- like within like living memory. I'm just imagining now like a Disney or Disney ripoff film that's just Diana. <laughs> I know it's the thing. It's like it's like yeah. It's like, what if she survived? It's like, like she didn't. This was made in like you know it was 80 years since the death yeah. of Princess Anastasia when this was made, right? Like that's yeah. that's actually like. Within somebody's parent lifetime. would remember that. Like it's like, you know what the fuck is this? Um, shit? It's not that long ago. Um, but yeah, anyway, that that aside, the historical stuff aside, thinking at it purely from like a story engine perspective, oh, yeah. I'm like, I think there is a really interesting, you know, lovely kind yeah. of like romantic for comedy sure. kind yeah, of romantic sure. drama situation here, but they just don't deliver on that because yeah. we don't have enough of these there's, characters. There's a romantic comedy in there. And because they're it's like, just the they, instead, and it's like, instead of developing that, they were like, oh, let's just put Rasputin in there. And yeah. we like Rasputin, but it, it's absolutely not necessary for this no, plot at all. He's just, no. he's just no. the icing. You could scrape just, him straight off the cake. Just mm. give us a guest on not, and not Rasputin, you know, that's fucking yeah. up the relationship a little bit, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. He's just so bad. Like I think he's well, one of first the of worst. First of all, he's ugly. Two of he's ugly the two of all. Hell. <laughs> so talking, Second of all, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's Dimitri. Yeah. We, so the animation is rotoscoped, um, uh, and then there's some 3D elements like littered in throughout there, similar to like Spirit, where like just, there's like a train sequence where yeah. it becomes 3D. The 3D, um, I feel like, is a little bit more noticeable here, even than Spirit, where it's yeah. like there was a, some points where there's this music box that's a big talisman of the piece, and there'll be bits where people are holding it, and the the, the music Seems box is 3D, floating. and it, yeah, it doesn't look like it's part of the same world. It's kind of pasted into yeah. that space. And so mm. rotoscoping, if if you don't know what that is, is it's like people play out a performance yeah so in you get live just action. like live action footage that. and then you trace over it yeah and so you're using it as uh, to like try and use as reference human bodies and how they kind of move and then try and emulate that um and i think like physically it's okay it's a little stiff but like like mm. facially is where it really really falls because it it, the, the the face is there's not like a real kind of consistency with it because it's it, like eyes like shift and mouth the level shift. of simplification of yeah. the animation style means that the right. yeah like the faces just look like the different parts of them are moving around the the face like the eyes and the nose are all like in the wrong place like they're all kind of bumping around and I'm not sure exactly what 
Yeah, if they, I don't know if, if it is rotoscoped on the face or if it's just like that's just a, a weirdly animated, but it's mm. very odd to watch them. Yeah. And like their, yeah, it's like their noses seem like they're moving around their face and they've got these weird wrinkles that keep showing up next to their mouth and, and you know, you the eyes are the in action. strange places. It's very weird to watch. And then I think with the rotoscoping of the movement, like what we talk about, it's, it's a really limiting form, like mm. to, to do that, to just, you're limited to just what the regular human body of a person mm. realistically doing something would yeah. do. And this isn't a realist film, you know, like we are an well, animated Well, it just makes musical. it look weird, yeah. is the thing. Like, and so it even, doesn't make it look realistic, even if it just you makes don't, it look odd. Even if you don't know the rotoscope or whatever, it's just like... You're like, they, what is with why, these movements? Why, why are, are they moving like that? So slow and yeah, it's weird. And it's like, the thing is, yeah, they look like they're constantly just in slow motion drifting around. Like mm. there's, it's like this odd, unpurposeful movement. I'm doing this in front of the microphone <laughs> for you, just like a video. <laughs> Matt is joining me. Um, but, yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's like, it, it's very strange. It's like they're just kind of dodging in and out of frame and you're kind of seeing them move about. Yeah. And it, it's it's really it's weird to focus yeah. on. Um, and it just, distra- we've spent so much of the film just being like, why are they doing this? Yeah. Why are they moving like yeah, that? Because in animation, yeah, the great thing about animation is you can do more than human kind of bounds. Yeah. And if you want a character to genuinely things. be you still, be more, you just yeah. make them still. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. This was a 90-minute film, and it felt long. It dragged. So long. Yeah, yeah. Because there's these two plots that are yeah. sort of overlaid on top of each other, yeah. and like one finishes, and then one... <laughs> they just, and also, it's just not as fun as it thinks it is. It's not as, like, yeah. funny or... You know, even if the jokes don't land in some of those Disney films, it's generally, like, light and fluffy and bubbly. It yeah. feels there's, like it's moving along pretty... Yeah. There's in a this, good pace. Mm, mm, there's mm. this whole sequence where, like, it's kind of like My Fair Lady vibe where they're trying to, like, teach her how to be a princess. Yeah. And it's kind of... It's like in, it's fun in theory. I'm I like, think the song is good. I, I like know. the song. It's yeah. their version of but, um, "I Just Can't Wait to Be King." Yeah, sure. you just can't wait to be king. It's you know you reign in Spain. Yeah. yeah, it's your yeah. And I'm like, I'm having fun, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're watching it, and you're trying to like, like oh. you're trying to trick yourself and being like, this is a bit goofy, but it's it's fucking like. Well, because it's yeah, it's like. You, you because the animation isn't alive. We're you not compare that animation that to "I Just Can't Wait to Be King." Yeah, yeah. where it's colorful and it's out there. I don't mind if the colors in the film are realistic. You know, yeah, whatever. But it's like the motion, the action of those things. Yeah, yeah. Like, so they're going extreme with it. Each moment of that, like there could be so much more extremity in like. I even think about the like uh, "I Want to Know" sequence in Tarzan, where sure. Jane is mm, teaching Tarzan mm. about the human world, and it's kind of yeah. like. That's sort of on a much more realistic scale than something like Lion King. So, like, moving that aside. But it's still, like, we're seeing, like, tiny shots of, like, yeah, yeah, here yeah. they are with this thing, here they are with this thing. We're seeing all of this different movement and change of, like, And I you think know, you can uh, see more of the, the characters' journey. personalities in those Disney yeah. films. Whereas yeah. here, I don't really... Anastasia didn't really uh, reveal much of herself Yeah, in the we're songs. just like, oh, like, she's nice and yeah. she, she's, she's spunky, of, yeah. I guess. But we don't really get a huge amount of... Like, yeah, yeah. She wants home and family. Well, and like she does. She thing. does want it's, home and family. Yeah, it's so important to be able to animate faces accurately in animation because that's who you're emotionally connected with. Oh. so like, yeah, like we don't yeah. get a, a huge performance. Remember from... when Nala communicated that she wanted Simba exactly. to fuck him? We knew exactly, exactly. what she was thinking. Yeah. Like Tarzan doesn't speak all that much, so it's just like a glance. And then we're like, oh, cool, he wants Jane, or, you know, he's scared, he wants to kill the evil hunter person. Like, and if you don't have that in place, and there's fuck all 
close-ups in this movie and when they do come they look <laughs> ugly and and they're confusing very, they're very dead behind the eyes these yeah. characters yeah um, it feels they've very been, much like we're watching drawings the as opposed characters. to yeah they don't feel like they've ever come to life as they're like as marionettes like with yeah, like, puppets. we're seeing meg ryan like you know this puppeteering this puppeteering being like i'm so excited my limbs are flying but it's yeah. a it's a dead corpse that's <laughs> yeah. being mangled about like here's another yeah. thing it's not necessarily a bad thing but it's so interesting that they like it's probably one of the first animated films to actually do like an all-star cast which is the norm now yeah whereas before it'd be like maybe one like just robin williams or mm. just eddie murphy and everyone else is kind of like actual voice actors well, yeah you like know? you look whereas, at like el dorado it's like kevin klein and kenneth branagh yeah. and like neither of those are huge names yeah. oh but they're still i mean they, they're, they're a draw but they're still yeah actors that do live action whereas like in the early days of Disney, like mm. oh, those the, characters were just the yeah, voice right. actors. Yeah, it's just a whole. Slew but then, of like, yeah, but then, like, it changed with obviously with Aladdin. But that was just the one. That was just yeah. Robin Williams. I mean, I yeah. feel like the thing about this is like I actually don't think that the voice acting is bad in this film. It's like, not, I don't think it's... there's anything about this that necessitates it to be stars. Well, that's the thing. It was just but, interesting to me that yeah. you know why. Well, it was. Well, I guess that's where the budget went. Like, yeah. it's, it's to the level of Kirsten Dunst but plays young Anastasia, yeah. and she's got like three lines. three lines. And is that really where you should have spent your money on? Yeah. Would, would you be able to market these stars to yeah. get people yeah. to watch? It was. It's just a weird decision for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Meg could have been like the draw. I guess like just have one. Yeah. Because yeah. well, like Angela Lansbury, God bless her soul. I mean, she plays every old fucking lady in like any Disney film yeah. ever. But she did not fit this character's yeah um, animation style. Yeah. Um, she doesn't look. She doesn't look Angela Lansbury-ish. She's she gave more she, kind of. She gave me kind regal. of. Well, she kind of gave me more Ju- Julie Andrews. Andrews. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. kind of gave me like if Helen Mirren had voiced that. Like obviously Helen Mirren was still a bit younger during this time. I think but, Julie Andrews probably was but, still a bit younger. Yeah. As well. yeah. Yeah, 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 but I don't but know. But it's very uh, Princess Diaries, Julie Andrews mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Voice, as opposed to I don't know. I think of a scruffy. I feel like yeah, Angela Lansbury has got a more of like a cheeky old lady yeah. sort of vibe, as opposed like to like a, a warm, grand yeah, old yeah. lady. She's yeah. warm and she's not. Yeah, she's not. You wouldn't think of her as Queen Angela Lansbury. Yeah. she's yeah. like the maid. She's got a. Bit and of like we a, say that in she the has a, with way. a saucy wink. Yeah, you know, yeah, for yeah. Sure. She's, she's downstairs. Well, she's yeah. so she, lower class. She's downstairs, and yeah, it's she's weird that she's playing the highest, most regal exactly. Character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was interesting, but I did think. Dimitri and the Queen did have chemistry towards the end, <laughs> and that was just me which, having which, fun. Yeah, which just shows you can how see like that she was a true con woman. Yeah, know, for sure. It shows how yeah. like messed up like we're reading stuff that clearly isn't meant to be in there because <laughs> the animation is so like off. Yeah. Um. One thing I also wanted to say about Anastasia as like a princess, mm. she did not have an iconic princess look or gown, like. You would think that her iconic gown would probably be the blue where she was presented to the queen. Yeah. But it's probably her ugly as fuck gown at the end. But neither of those are iconic. Like, you think of the, the, the Disney princesses, you can think of the one look. I guess the Audrey Hepburn look. To me, I, when I think of Anastasia, it's her first look. Yeah. Like right. her, her Journey to the Past outfit, which isn't like oh, an yeah. iconic princess one. Yeah. But I mean, also same with like, yeah. She, that's what's on the poster, right? Where yeah. she's looking yeah. at them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think she's not an official Disney princess, so she doesn't get a official Disney princess no, merch. And I feel like a lot of that... Who? 
What? Anastasia. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, to me, I'm yeah. just like, it's, it's missing the iconicity of a Disney princess. Obviously, this wasn't but Disney. But I'm like, so she... how much of that Disney princess iconography is... comes from the marketing Re... later on? Yeah, of like, Okay, That's we're making true. toys That's of Belle in this dress, and we're making, yeah. you know, all of these other sort of marketing yeah. things. So this is Sleeping Beauty in her whatever dress, and yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, is there anything else we want to say before we look at the bag? No. <laughs> no. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get that it late. pause Let's do was it. a. Uh, it's a pregnant pause. Bag. Or boots. I get thoughts with the little pauses. Oh, I hate Bartok. That's that's one. <laughs> Bartok, I feel like I would have liked as a child. It was yeah. a proto Olaf. I hate Olaf. I think yeah. Bartok, yeah. It, it was really gets, Olaf vibe. Where it's just like. And he gets I like could, a lady Bartok at the end. Yeah. Oh, I hated that. Like a pink bat that <laughs> smooches him. It was sexy. Yeah. I could, there were lines where he was like. Oh, I will just kick them, and you know it's Hank Azaria doing silly stuff, and I could just imagine like, and maybe I even did this, and I don't remember like kids saying that just stuff repeating word it back. for word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, this doing is funny, and I will, thing. I will do this in class, uh, yeah. and amazingly absurd thing pen from 15. pen fifteen, <laughs> <laughs> which she just does Jim Carrey impressions in front of the class, and everyone's like, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, she's so funny. That's it. That's what he did. <laughs> That's, that's that's comedy for the first like thirteen oh, years of your life. Beautifully, simpler <laughs> times. Yeah. There has to be a story about like a class clown who never developed to be actually funny. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of tragic. Yeah. though. it might be too sad. Yeah. Yeah. Too sad story. No, well, uh, I can go first. Um, I just I don't know if I had this during the watch, but during this conversation, I've really turned on this movie. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Um, where I really like the song, they are earworms, mm. but I just don't think it's enough. And my favorite stuff about the film, yeah, just really uh, Rasputin and all the crazy shit that's in it, really doesn't fit with it. So now I'm just left with this like core middle, which has a lot of really good potential. Most fuckable job, com man. Mm. Like I just think it's peerless at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unless you, it's just the unless only you one. send off, listeners, if you can send yeah, something in, that's send off. off. Yeah, and uh, and like elements of a you know a spunky like cool kind of character. And that's yeah, like... that dick from Rasputin is spunky. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, where Anya like seems like she could be really interesting. There's a promise of a story there, and it just never comes to fruition. And you're just, I think you're just waiting for the film to start. Um, yeah. Other than the songs, which do bop most of them, so yeah, yeah it's a it's a biff for me. Mm. Yeah, in the battle of the Annas, Karenina beats Stasia <laughs> <laughs> of the Russian Annas. I don't know. I just thought it was boring. I do. Mm. I do love the songs. Um, I think they are really nice melodically, and like you will remember them, even though sometimes when they're staged in the in the film, they do just remind me of poorer versions of Disney songs, like the sequences. So like we talked about that, mm. getting ready to be a princess song. The first song reminded me of Belle from Beauty and the Beast. But again, not nearly as interesting. Exactly, staged. it's just yeah. kind of yeah. like ah, oh, like the film that is almost as if the animated characters are bound by regular human physics. Yeah, exactly. And, and they it's like they're massive... not. They can do a bit more stuff. Yeah, wide shot of all these bodies, and I'm like, that so just looks like little bland dots. visually yeah. sometimes, and sometimes not. It's weird. It's inconsistent visually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like they have ball sequences that like. Anna Karenina, a live action movie, was more stylized and flourishing than 
the bull sequence here. That it's like, animated. You've got freedom yeah. to do you anything can you cut, want. You can, you Any know. Magic. And maybe that was budget, but then, mm. you know, yeah. you had budget for all these stars, so. Yeah, there were a lot of animators on the film. Like, we <laughs> yeah. saw the credits. Like, it wasn't like a yeah. low-budget film. Yeah. Um, but, you know, shout out to Aaliyah singing um, a version of Journey to the Past in the end credits, the Very pop good. version, which will be going on my playlist. Uh, but other than that, <laughs> it's a biff. It's a beef. <laughs> Where's the beef? It's time to take out the trash. We don't know that yet. Uh, it is time to take out the trash because it's also a bit from me. Um, yeah, I wanted to revisit this one because I feel like I, I've seen it a few times in life, but I came up in conversation fairly recently with um, Amy Sullivan, a uh, previous guest on the podcast. Um, and so, yeah, it made me kind of want to think about it further because I'd always remember being like, ah, oh, you know, like... I quite enjoyed it. It's okay, but blah, blah, blah. Um, and kind of having a feeling of like, when I'd heard that there was a musical version of it, but they cut the Rasputin stuff out, I was kind of like, oh, but like Dark of the Night's best song. Like a lot of the Rasputin sequences are my favorite ones in the film. Um, and yeah, now I'm actually having revisited this and I think coming to the same conclusion as you guys that like the songs are kind of the gold of this. I feel like mm. the actual movie itself doesn't doesn't do nearly enough to justify the score. I mean, I um, think the musical is better. So I'm like, I'm kind of interested to kind of explore the musical more because I haven't mm. really given it a proper chance. And look, I mean, um, stage magic of the snow and yeah, all these sequences. Yeah, I'm like, I could imagine costumes, this working a lot better on stage. And more interesting, Exactly, like, uh. because again, if you've cut the weird supernatural plot, that isn't actually necessary for the plot, then you've got room to actually explore and deepen those character relationships. You know, it's a musical on Broadway. It's going to be two and a half hours long, so you've got to be a longer running time as well. So, I mean, from what I heard, I've heard fairly mixed reviews about this as a musical. Some people really, really love it, but it has generally kind of got a mixed sort of reception. But I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of keen to see, like, what the the changed book is like, what Mm. the the dialogue is like with those characters. Have they developed them further? Um, Yeah, because I think that there is... The, the songs I had thing that I had such a strong memory of as a child, like mm. they were so yeah interesting musically, um, but I don't think that there is enough in the film other than the music to kind of really support it as a strong film. So yeah, it's it's a biff. Well, it's in the bin. That didn't okay. quite work yeah. how I wanted. James is just doing live foley right now. <laughs> just things in his arms reach. It's in the bin. <laughs> it's time to take out the trash. That's what it is. All right. Um, so that That's was a, another round of uh, personal picks. We yeah. might do that again in the new year. We'll see. Maybe we do a new season. But our next two films are set in stone. Oh, well, yeah. well, we don't know what the well, next film is. Our but next it's film, we've got a, a, a seasonal Christmas. classic coming yeah. up of yeah. some kind. Um, and, uh, with our regular guest. Yeah. Who? Uh, I don't like someone's our, our extra producer like our top tier producer has organized them and I, I don't yeah, know who they our, are our I love how this Joseph. I don't know him meme has extended to the other <laughs> members of the podcast <laughs> yeah it's it's somebody it's, but, it's amnesia um, by osmosis it's fine yeah. um, but also in the new year upcoming we've been hinting it we've been saying it already you know it's it's House of House Gucci of Gucci House of Gucci, House of Gucci. Um, so that's what's up. coming up we've got a special guest next episode I have no idea I think it's Santa if he's real mm. but you know <laughs> um, you yeah. can follow us on Mixbag Pod Mixbag Podcast on Instagram Twitter and Facebook um, contact us at mixbagcontact at gmail.com if you think of any other fuckable uh, jobs just tag us or email us and we do want to know because you know we're racking our brains and we couldn't come up with anything else 
Um, and uh, but until then, that's, that's a wrap. You like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.